Welcome to another episode of Messy Magic. Thank you so, so much for pressing play on this episode. I'm your host, Nadi Guy, and today is an off-the-cuff episode. I'm sitting on my bedroom floor next to the window. My dog is here with me. Um, so you may hear a little bit of background noise, um, and I don't have any notes for you today so this is going to be completely unstructured (laughs) we're going to go where my brain takes me but I wanted to record an episode that was a personal story and um, an insight into the difference that embodiment has made in my life over the past 12 months specifically um during the time that I was doing the um, feminine embodiment coaching certification through the School of Embodied Arts, which I'm now a graduate of, so I'm a certified coach. But as part of that program, we do a lot of personal work. Obviously, you need to know the skills in order to be able to coach. And so a beautiful byproduct is the personal development and the growth that you get as um as part of becoming a coach and let me tell you the lessons and the um, growth and the mm, nourishment that I have received during this time has been profound and so I wanted to share my story with you so that you might get a sense of um, how embodiment can help and whether it might be something that's beneficial um, in your life. So before I dive in, I just wanted to let you know, in case you didn't hear my last episode, that my new program, Back to Nature, is available as we speak in early September. Um, It is my brand new signature program. It's a one-to-one coaching program for the woman who is looking to really dive into her inner world. She knows that her body holds wisdom and knowledge that maybe she hasn't yet been able to tap into or maybe has forgotten. Um, It's all about getting both back to your inner world, your inner nature, your truth, but it's also about getting back to nature out there. Um, I love, love, love spending time in nature and um, in one of my recent episodes I talked about the very um, real physical benefits of spending time in nature and so that's a part of this one-to-one coaching program as well is sharing resources and tips and homework with you to help you get back in touch with nature regardless of where you live um, and what your lifestyle is like. Um, So it's a 12-week program. It's got um, nine one-to-one coaching sessions and then there's three weeks of integration throughout. You have text um, support from me throughout the program as well in case you need to ask a question or you just want to, you know, bounce something off someone, um, which I think is always really beneficial. There's journaling prompts, nature homework, Oh, and there's also a private podcast as well, which is all about our primal human nature and how we as women 
are of nature and all the beautiful gifts that come along with that, that I think in our modern world, we often forget, or maybe we aren't taught. (laughs) Um, And so that kind of forms a foundation as well as just remembering or maybe learning how we are um, animals, essentially, and how that can be a beautiful gift in today's modern world. So if that sounds like it might be of interest to you, um, I'd invite you to either jump over to Instagram and send me a DM. I'm at underscore messy magic. Um, or you can jump on my website and check out the details there. It's nadeguy.co forward slash nature. And I will be closing the doors um, in the next week or two. Um, I will be providing the, the updated date in the coming days. But um, but yeah, it's not going to be open forever. I would love to chat with you about it if you're interested. So as I said, today is a personal story um, about one particular thing in my life that embodiment has really helped with and there have been many but this is one that I really felt uh, really deeply really somatically and just in a nutshell it helped me go from feeling unclear about this situation and a little bit just confused and muddled and unsure what what I really wanted to being able to make a decision And then following the emotions that came with that decision, allowing those emotions and then coming back into a sense of flow, moving out of stuckness (laughs) um, and this kind of inertia into forward momentum and moving moving forward in life um, and being able to, um, yeah, just to move forward. And so... I will give you detail, but that's just kind of the the overall journey that I've been through. Now, what this situation relates to is whether or not I wanted to have another baby. I am now 43. Um, As I was going through this process, I was, well, to be honest, we probably thought for about two years, maybe, um, seriously about having another child. Um, and then when this sort of, when I kind of ended up making this final decision, I was 42. So, you know, it's that age as a woman where I think it's really tricky because we are older and so it's (laughs) as scientifically or medically termed a geriatric pregnancy, which my, which my, um, son was as well. I had him when I was 37 and that was a geriatric pregnancy, which I think is a really, um, unfair term, but anyway, that's what it is. Um, and so we're feeling older. And so we're kind of getting to that point in our lives where physically, sometimes we're still able to have a child. If you still have your period, if you're still physically fit and healthy, um, absolutely. It's, it's a reality and um, women are having babies older and older now, as we know, it's a beautiful option to have. Um, But it's also a period of life where you're sort of starting to see, well, for me, I mean, and this is very personal, it's going to be very different for everybody. So no judgment. um, If your experience is any different to this, 
always everyone's experience is personal. Um, And so for me, I was starting to feel like my son was getting a bit older. We were getting out of the very young uh, childhood age and I could start to see um, a light at the end of the tunnel in terms of him being a little bit more independent, me having a little bit more time to myself, but then also still having this yearning that I wanted another baby. I wanted another child in our family. I wanted to grow our family. And it's also a time when you know your biological clock is ticking. And that's unfortunately something that women have to deal with. There comes an age and a time in our lives, a season where having a child is no longer a possibility. Um, or an easy one anyway. Not that it's easy when you're in your 40s. And that's another factor is all the risks that come along with that. And I'm not going to go into all of that. That's not what, what this episode is about. It's about my personal emotional journey around this decision. Because on the one hand, I was feeling like I wanted to grow our family. I wanted my son to have a brother or sister. Um... And I didn't think I was ready to let that phase go of our family. But on the other hand, I could see the flip side. I could see the benefits of not having another baby. And I kind of, and you know, to me also, this is a big factor. Um, Personally, I, um, I have anxiety and some of the, um, how do I even describe it? Like some of the situations, some of the um, challenges of having a baby, having a young child were things I felt um, were really difficult for me. And even when I had um, our son and he was very young, I remember thinking, how does anyone have more than one of these? Like, <laughs> How do you sit on the couch and breastfeed a newborn while also managing another child who might be getting into mischief or might need you for something else. Even as I start to say that, I start to feel (laughs) my breath gets really high in my chest. My, um, my heart beats faster. And this is a, this is a real factor for me. And I have a lot of respect for any woman or man, any family really, who has more than one child, because in my eyes, that must be so challenging. And so that was a very real factor for me as well, is knowing myself and my character and my personality that if I had a second, there were going to be personal challenges and things that I would need to work through in my mind and my capabilities and my um, just management of everyday life that were going to be challenging. And so that was a factor for me too. And the the most difficult thing for me, I think was I really, I wanted to make a decision in the best way that I could for myself without having regrets. I didn't want to have regrets whether I did or didn't decide to have another one. Um, and I wanted to, to move forward with the, the decision that felt right to me. And yet I was having trouble 
contacting that part of myself that could tell me what the right thing was <laughs> for me. Um, I do believe that if we'd had another one, um, that of course I wouldn't have regretted it, but at the same time, it was a factor. Like, you know what I'm trying to say, that I just, I wanted to make the best decision that felt like my inner truth and what was true for me. Thankfully, throughout all of this, um, you know, my husband and I were talking about it and mostly we were on the same page um, and we were both kind of toing and froing about how we wanted our life to look. And so fast forward to um, last year and then earlier this year, and that this was throughout the time that I was A, um, seeing a psychologist um, for my anxiety and other things and sort of getting some support from her. B, doing a lot of self, like personal development. And C, going through the embodiment course, which was just so deeply beneficial. And in the end, my embodiment work, my ability to tap into my inner world my inner truth and to get really, really quiet and to inquire with myself, my truth, allowed me to see that I was preparing myself to let go of this future, this possibility. And as you can probably tell <laughs> at this point, um, we decided not to have another child. And I knew that this decision was going to be a difficult one. Like I knew, in fact, I knew that regardless of which decision we made to proceed down the path of trying to have another child, which of course is never a guarantee and there's so many roadblocks and hurdles you need to pass um, especially in your forties, um, or we chose not to have another one that there was going to be a grieving process for me because either way there's a life that is no longer possible. And I think it was that reality that was really difficult for me because there's always in life, like in a lot of ways, there's always possibility for something else, but there are certain situations <laughs> um, where, and certain decisions that you make where you either go one way or you go the other, and then the other option is no longer possible. And that's and that was this situation. Like, you can't um, have a baby and then decide that you don't want that anymore. Like, it's it's in your reality <laughs> then one way or another, whatever happens, you've made that decision. And so I knew there was going to be a grieving process. And this is where, so a embodiment helped me to tap into what I was truly feeling and what I truly wanted. Um, and then B, it helped me to really feel my feelings because, and grief was, was a part of that, um, a big part of that. And so embody my embodiment practices 
supported me to process my grief. And at this point, I also want to pause and just just acknowledge and validate that whatever feelings you have in a situation are valid, are real for you. Even if in your mind, you might think that, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this, or you might think that other people would judge you. Or, you know, in my, in my case, I don't know how many people would make this decision and then feel a deep sense of grief. And I'm sure it's not an uncommon thing. And, but what I deeply believe is that we have to give space to our feelings because they need to be processed through the body. Otherwise they get stored in our body as frozen tension and they can cause other problems um, in life, which again is not what this podcast is about, this episode. Um, but this is all to say that I knew that I was going to be grieving one way or another. And I was validating myself. Um, and that was powerful in itself. Like when you can validate your own feelings, regardless of what you feel other people might be thinking or even saying to you um, or what you think in your mind might be reasonable, <laughs> quote unquote reasonable. If you can actually validate the feelings that you're having, regardless of anything else, that is so, so powerful. And that's something that is that embodiment practices have led me to. And so what this looked like for me was um, a primal feminine flow practice, which is something that we learn through the School of Embodied Arts. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, the founder is Jenna Ward, and she teaches this beautiful process of tapping into your inner world and then expressing it through the body. And that might look like having feelings it might look like tapping into thoughts or physical sensations or energies and so for me I did one particular flow which allowed me to fully feel and move into the experience of grief um, over making this decision and as you might imagine it wasn't a pretty <laughs> it wasn't a pretty practice um, and it was a relatively uncomfortable practice, but I knew that it was important. And I also knew that on the other side of that discomfort was magic and flow and beauty and power and pleasure, because that's what, that's what happens when we allow ourselves to feel these darker feelings and allow you know, welcome them into the body and allow them some space, allow them to be expressed. Then we can move into the more pleasurable feelings. And so what happened for me was I allowed the feelings, I expressed everything. And then I felt this enormous sense of physical relief. 
it was like something had been released in me and I was able to just feel, you know, that feeling after you've cried or after you've expressed something big and you feel lighter. Um, and it was so powerful. And now several months later, I still feel that way. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like this momentary kind of incident or situation where I felt something and then felt really good and then moved on. And then now it's come back again. It was like, it was foundational and, I still, I mean, I still have thoughts, I guess. Um, wonderings is probably more the right terminology, I think. Oh, that's my dog um, <laughs> groaning in the background, if you can hear that. Um, yeah, like I, it's not like I've blocked it out um, of my mind or my heart or my body, but I'm not yearning for it and I'm not wondering anymore if I made the right decision or if we should be reconsidering. And that, that's, that's what I was going through for a couple of years. It was just this constant wondering what is the right decision? What am, what are we doing? Like trying to make a decision and then, and then going back on that decision and reconsidering. And it was just this kind of to and fro process that was so exhausting. And now I feel at peace with it. And so whether or not you can relate to this specific situation, hopefully you can understand how I was feeling versus how I was, how I'm feeling now. And maybe there's a situation in your life where you're wondering what the right decision is to make or wondering if you can move forward with something or even just wondering what is the truth within your body? Because I think sometimes, sometimes it's hard to know. Like sometimes we have so many external things telling us what we should be doing or feeling or thinking that it's hard to actually know what it is that you want or feel or think or desire and so embodiment can be really supportive in that because it it sort of helps you learn how to tap into that inner world, your inner sensations, and also just to open up to the messages and the wisdom that are within your body that sometimes you don't even know is there, but it allows you to sensitize and to um, to listen and to receive, um, I guess in your conscious mind, what's going on for you internally, um, below the surface of all that external noise and start to bring that into your world in the form of decisions or behaviors or an energy that you hold, um, or just the way that you live. Um, and to me, it's, it's been life-changing and that's just one example I think it's a very powerful example at least it is for me because this is something that was really um like it was kind of preventing me from moving forward in life and now I feel like I've made this decision I'm at peace 
with it. And so I can make certain other decisions about my life, um, which is incredible, right? Like you don't want to feel stuck in life. No one wants to feel like they can't move forward. At least I don't think they do. <laughs> we all want to be moving forward one way or another. Um, and so this is, this is how it's helped me. So I hope this all makes sense. That's my personal story. If you have any questions, you're always um, welcome to reach out on IG or jump onto my website um, and there's contact form there. Um, I'd love to hear from you. And if you are enjoying the show, I'd love to invite you to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. I'm trying to do them weekly, but bear with me. <laughs> They're not coming out um, on time as it is at the moment, but that's just, that's just life. And I do try to make this podcast as real as possible. Um, so I also honor kind of where I'm at in the week and whether or not I have energy to record a podcast for you. But in saying that I am trying to make them weekly. Um, I'd also love to see your rating and review. If you've got time, that would mean so much to me. Um, what else? I've got a newsletter coming out now every week as well. You can subscribe to the newsletter on my website, nadeguy.co, and then you'll just find that at the bottom of the, um, at the bottom of every page. I'm really excited about that. I've sent a few out already, but as of this week, I'm going to start including an Oracle card reading for my subscribers, which is, uh, I'm really pumped about it. <laughs> Something new that I'm trying. So uh, I will be tapping into the energy of my subscribers and providing an Oracle card reading. It's not something I've done really much at all in my past, but I'm going to have a bit of fun with that. Um, so feel free to jump over there and subscribe. And yeah, I hope this brings a little bit of magic, a little bit of who knows what to your day, whatever you were needing to receive today, I hope you received it. Of course, if you're interested in Back to Nature, my coaching program, please reach out on IG or check out the website. I'd love to hear from you and maybe have a chat about whether it might be right for you. So I'm going to leave it there um, and I'll be with you again next week. And in the meantime, I hope you have a magical day. <laughs>